Hey, Tijans, it is Friday, August 4th. MJ sold the Hornets. Panthers got something to say. If I sound fast to you, it's not cocaine. You probably just need to adjust your sound settings in your podcast playback. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, happy Friday. God, I'm finally glad it's Friday. Listen, I have not been able to get back on my sleep schedule since my Biloxi trip. And uh, I'm just I'm ready for the weekend just so I can sleep. But um, yeah, and those of you guys that don't get the playback reference or the speed, <laughs> you got to be in the asylum. You got you got to hear. You know, the, one of the guys was listening to it and had it on had it on what what do you say one point two five times or something? It was a little bit fast, just a tad bit faster. <laughs> so I mean, listen, I know I can talk fast. Like I know that I can be. Remember when I used to have that? I, clo- I made the, the closing I used to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah so we were talking about what we were going to do pre-show you got the little michael jordan thing asked if i had anything and i got a rant and my rant is this if i'm shohei otani the angels do not get a fucking chance i'm done with you the angels continue to angel all over them damn selves this guy granted only pitched four innings but he gave them personally gave them a two nothing lead when he left for whatever reason he left but he did it a two-run homer they go ahead and get to a 3-1 lead only to give up a grand slam in the ninth inning. That blew two parlays for me. And if I'm Otani, it blew any chance of me. Come on, fuck these angels. They pissed me off so much. I do believe, listening live right now, Mr. Fitted uh, shares in that sentiment because his uh, comment in the chat is, fuck Carlos Estevez. <laughs> there it is. Right there it is. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. Is any relation to uh, Charlie Sheen? I mean, is 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 he an actual Estevez? Is he like related to 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 the Estevez family? Um, I know that that might sound. Listen, I, that might just sound offensive. It's like, oh, does he's got the, he's got the same last name? But I'm I'm genuinely wondering if he, you know, it's Charlie Sheen, of course, of Major League fame. Uh, I do believe he's got some baseball players in his family. So I, I was genuinely wondering if this Carlos Estevez is related to Charlie Sheen. It's not, I'm not being offensive here, people. I'm not saying he's got the same last name and they're all related. I'm not doing that. I'm, that's no, because not if, what, he was, if he was related, if he was related to Charlie Sheen, his last name would be Sheen and not be disparaging to the Estevezes who don't really fuck up as much as Charlie Sheen does. <laughs> that's very true. Very true. He would have to, he would have to. Let's see. I'm, I'm pulling up an article. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't think they're related. But anyway, I don't think they are. I don't think they're related. I'm, I'm trying. I, I'm quickly trying to pull up a story about about this Estevez, uh, because of course, you know, if you pull up any story about him right now, it's about his blown fucking save. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. You know, and I and I didn't see anything in the chat sidebar. But uh, did any of you degenerates bet on last night's football game? It did hit oh, the over. Oh, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop! Fuck you! Fuck! Fuck! You okay? I, oh, yeah, I know you, what you're doing you here. I know what you're doing you're here. Not- I, know, I know what you're doing here. <laughs> no, I was talking to the degenerates. We know you lost. We lost your bet. <laughs> I, it was a double tap. Like I got, I got the zombie double tap. It went over, and and the Browns came yeah, back to win. At one point, I was sitting pretty man. Like the Jets were up like you know, sixteen nothing or something like that. I was like, oh man, I'm I'm gonna ride this one into an under and and a Jets win. And then lo and behold, the Jets jetsed all over themselves. That's for sure. 
Oh, Nothing damn. screams eighth grade football like uh, the Hall of Fame game. Hall of Fame game, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Fitness says he took the Browns for the plus money, but he was he was he was also on the under. I mean, it was it was trending under, and then again, the that Jets defense just said, "Eh, we're done. We're done for the day. We 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 did our thing." Yeah, you know, on to, on to the actual next preseason game. Anyway, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Sex Panther, we talked about this not too long ago, but Michael Jordan uh, was was in the process of selling the Hornets. That 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 process ended yesterday. Completed the sale for three billion dollars. Now, a couple of tidbits here. I've got three points to make, and then we can dissect each point individually. The first point is that the vote to sell the team was approved. Almost unanimously, twenty nine to one. Would you guess which owner said no? Just, just take a guess. Just get, got to take one guess. Of think back to a franchise that Michael Jordan killed the most, and and think of an owner that would be so spiteful to n- to vote no on it. Uh, I mean, the Knicks and the Pistons come to mind the most. Yeah, it was Is James it Dolan. Two? It was James Dolan. Yeah, James yeah. Dolan of the Knicks voted no. So I thought that was a funny little touch there. Okay, now, he bought the team back in 2010 for a price tag of $275 million. Sold the God. team for $3 billion. Okay, so with that, you would say successful, right? Oh, that he, he made a profit. You'd say he's successful. However, let's talk about him as possibly one of the worst owners in sports history. Let's just throw this out there. Michael Jordan, who was a stellar, the the best that ever was when he stepped on the court, could not be a general manager for the the Washington Wizards. That didn't happen. Terrible, terrible general manager. And as an owner, 13 seasons, Panther, 423 and 600. They made the playoffs just three times. They did not win a single series. Uh, during the lockout shortened season of 2011-2012, the Bobcats went 7-59, and which is the worst record in NBA history, both in terms of fewest wins and lowest winning percentage. Uh, that's just awful. That's I, the, Honestly, that could be one of the worst stretches of ownership ever. Even Donald Silver, towards the end, got that Clippers team to be a fucking contender. Uh, honestly. Jordan, enjoy your fucking billions of dollars. Do not become an owner again. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna become a billionaire again, become an owner. I I don't have a problem with the owner. I think what I I don't know enough to really comment on how involved he in player selection, day to day operations. Because honestly, he was out of the limelight. I know when he first bought the team. He had a lot to remember Kwame Brown. That didn't go over well. Um, I think mean, there was a couple things like that. But for the most part, who was the GM? Who did he put around him? Uh, I'll maybe blast him for that. I'll blast him if he is the one that was responsible for signing the contract and signing the players. But I honestly don't know who was running day-to-day operations, who the general manager was making the draft picks here over the last you know decade or so. Um, I, from my standpoint, from what I can remember, his name wasn't in the media that much um, over decision making for Charlotte. Um, so, do you do you have any more insight on that? Because I, I really don't. 
I I do know that he was heavily involved. He might have in the late in the last few seasons might have took the foot off the pedal, but I know this dude was involved. And of course, he would he would sit at practices. He would he would he would sit at practices. He would get up and like challenge players to like one-on-one games during practice. The guy was there. The guy was involved. The guy had a say and a hand in in who they were picking. Now, I think that did drop off again at at the the last uh couple of years, but yeah, if if he did one thing right, he was the guy that said, "I'm not paying Campbell Walker that much money." <laughs> so, so he got one thing right there, um, that's for sure. But yeah, I, I think honestly, it's 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 pretty funny. Is if if you had to put a valuation on the Hornets right now, I would say that this is probably there. I think you're looking at like a a stock that's dropping. This is about to rise. I really think so. I, I think that. Um, They've they've got a gem in ball, that's for sure. I think he's a hell of a ball player, and then uh, they just got Brandon Miller right in this draft. And so if if he can keep his head on straight, and these guys like that's a good young core, you know, I, I, it's a good nice young, young core. Pieces. I'm just saying, man. Like I honestly think you be this is the biggest indictment of, of of MJ, I'd say, or or the Hornets over this time period, or the Bobcats, or whatever the fuck you want to call them, is. The East is so, you know, winnable, right? You can win in the East, and the fact is they only made the playoffs three times. Like, that's that's the biggest indictment right there to me, is like, holy shit. Like, the East, fucking, you can sneeze and make the fucking playoffs in the East. Like, if you're trying to tank, and, you really got to fucking yeah. tank in the East. And so many teams make the playoffs now with the playing games. And to be, I mean, how many miss it? Three or four? It's not even that many teams that miss the playoffs. So to be one of those teams that don't make the playoffs really is kind of an indictment on your franchise. I wish I had that kind of money back then to invest because think about this for a second. Tonight, we're going to draw for the largest lottery in the history of lotteries in the United States at $1.25 billion. And that would get you about, what, 35% of Charlotte Bobcats, Charlotte Hornets? Fucking insane, the, the valuations <laughs> these sports teams get. Uh, you know, I know, and and, and I mean, it's only going to get more and more and more. Like, the, think of the 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 people that bought teams for, I mean, uh, uh, Dan Snyder, right? Dan Snyder just made fucking six billion. Was it six billion that the fucking uh, the yeah. Commanders went for six billion dollars for a fucking sports franchise, and not even a good one. <laughs> you know, imagine the day that 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 Jer- Jerry Jones is is he's going to die. Listen, I'm sorry. You can have as much money in the world. You can live a long life, as we see rich people kind of just inject money into their blood and fucking live a long life. However, eventually Jerry Jones is going to die. And then his greedy fucking kids are going to sell the fucking team. I mean, at that point in time, I are we talking a trillion dollars? I, I don't know. I like, I fuck, The Dallas Cowboys will be one of the highest fucking sold teams uh, possibly ever. I, would, I don't know why you would sell. I mean, you're, you're, you're already making so much money that you can spend year in and year out. Why would you sell? That's that's literally because like kids having... are idiots. Kids, kids are idiots. Well, there. Kids it's are simple stupid. as that. Yeah. I mean, listen, yeah. Steinbrenner's kids kept the team, but but kids are idiots. Well, so Al Davis was fortunate enough to find somebody to sleep with him, and had Mark Davis. Does Mark Davis find somebody to sleep with that bullheaded thing? And and then you got another generation to send. Because I tell you, if I had a sports team again, <laughs> uh, and it had that kind of valuation. Like, my kids, my grandkids, my great-grandkids that I would never, ever meet 
would be set for that would be set for generations. Oh, listen, listen, Davis pulls trim. Uh, you don't uh, you, uh, seriously, seriously. The women that we can only imagine of is uh, are sleeping uh, with, with that bullheaded fucker, right? Honestly, thank God, because, be, thank God to be so drunk. Be, be, because you know, you know what the most attractive thing of a man is is his wallet. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, absolutely. <laughs> Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, who almost bought the San Diego Chargers, I was not aware of that. In 1989, he bought the Dallas Cowboys for 150 million dollars. Now, of course, inflation, yada yada yada. Yeah, I get that, but man, as of last year, no, as of couple, uh, this is this is a couple years old. So this this got to be more. If, if if I if I pulled this up, it'd probably be more. But as of a few years ago, uh, $5.5 billion was what the, the Cowboys were worth. That was a couple years ago. I'd say now, after uh, Washington just sold for $6 billion, uh, the, the, Cow- the Cowboys got to be 10 Cowboys yeah, got to be evaluated at $10 billion. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to pull this up. But, yeah, I mean, uh, talk about an ROI, $150 million, Panther. Does he own that stadium? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No! 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 Oh. That's his. That's Jerry's world. Like that's yeah, Jerry, sure. Jerry's world. <laughs> so, but so Washington didn't own their stadium, correct? I, I no, I, I don't think so. No. So no. he got six billion dollars without a stadium. Jerry could get well north of ten if the stadium's included with the franchise. Uh, yeah, but it's the same thing with like uh, the the uh, the Rams, right? Because uh, Cranky um, owns the uh, the stadium there in in Los Angeles now, right? So I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, just in general, like it's just just it's real estate at that point. <laughs> a big piece of fucking real estate, you know. I, I don't know. I, I, listen, maybe I, if 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 I'm uh, Mark Davis, I just uh, you know I buy uh, the Cowboys just to have the stadium and turn it into my house because he likes ugly fucking houses. Well, they do. I mean, you know, they do make money outside of the Cowboys, right? They do the uh, Big 12 championship game is there. Um, there's always like some kind of uh, the Red River, uh, Oklahoma, Texas game is there. They've got, well, sometimes that's at the Cotton Bowl, but um, there's Alabama has played big games to start the season there. I think they've even had some concerts there. So they're even making money outside of the Cowboys. You know, you got to put that thing to use more than the um what nine times plus one playoff loss that they do a year <laughs> yes that thing probably pulls in some money for sure uh so uh, okay so this article is from may this is the most recent valuation of the cowboys that i see is eight billion dollars eight billion dollars however the washington commanders were at 5.6 billion at that time and they sold for six billion so i guess yeah i guess you're putting the cowboys probably in the eight nine billion dollar mark as uh, you know, most uh, that's actually the most valuable franchise uh, currently right now in in the United States. I mean, you got soccer franchises, uh, you know, you got soccer clubs in in you know, Europe that are way more money than this. So I'm just talking about U.S. based uh, Cowboys number one at eight billion, Patriots number two at six point four billion, Los Angeles Rams at six point two billion. Yankees at six billion, New York Giants at six billion, New York Knicks at five point eight billion, Chicago Bears at five point eight billion, Golden State Warriors at five point six billion, Washington Commanders at five point six billion, and the the Lakers at five point five billion. So that's kind of this is this article is a daily investor from May of this year, but that's where that's where it stands right now. So I mean honestly, like 
Does that list I, have all the franchises? No, 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 no. It's just it's just kind of the top ones. Who are you interested in? Do you, who, who do you want to know? The greatest oddball in all of sports, the Green Bay Packers. Because well, nobody owns that, them. I mean, I own them. You own, yeah. You own a piece of paper that you can't sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got a piece of paper that's worthless that says that I am a. a this is why I can be critical of the Green Bay it's Packers. The greatest I, I, it's, fucking coup. It's the greatest coup in sports. <laughs> Such a Ponzi scheme. But this is why I could be so critical of the Green Bay Packers is because I do have a piece of paper, a little, a little piece of paper that says that I can be critical of them. So Packers, get your shit together. I want, I want a Super Bowl. You squandered, you squandered you. Aaron Rodgers' career. I wanted three Super Bowls from Aaron Rodgers. Now Green Bay East, as LaFleur calls them, they're going to win a Super Bowl before Green Bay uh, Central wins one. I wouldn't wouldn't take that bet. I wouldn't take that bet. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Great stuff. I For for not having an opening, I think this opening was really great. <laughs> we dove into it's some fun. really good stuff. But now, like all good things, must come to an end. So you're stuck with a commercial break or complete silence. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. We are back, possibly never left. It really is a crapshoot, Panther, because I, you know, when I listen to the show on uh, my my phone on my on my iTunes app, uh, I don't get commercials. But then if I listen to it on just a, a random browser. Like if I was I was at work the last few days and I was listening to it on the browser at work, I did get commercials. So I think it just knows my IP address and they're like, this guy doesn't care about commercials. <laughs> just fucking blocks it out. <laughs> but it's like, ooh, new IP address. Let's fucking give this guy some commercials for uh, Home Depot in Spanish. Um, so that's what I get sometimes. I get Spanish Home Depot commercials, which is I mean, which is a valuable fucking commercial if you think about it. Because if I go to Home Depot, I, you know, speaking Spanish does help me, you know, uh, find stuff in the aisles. So. Um, oh boy, I, this has nothing to do with Estevez, I swear. This has nothing to do with the Estevez comment from earlier, people. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, if, but, but if he needs a job, Home Depot is always hiring. Home Depot is always hiring is what I'm saying. Okay, Panther, where are we starting in Major League Baseball today? I only got two. Ugh. I only got two. This was a tough day for me. So you got like ten. I've got five, um, and I'm not really entirely sure where you will go. Usually we can predict where each other will go, but I don't know if you're going to be on any of these. We're going to start in Cincinnati with our Queen City Reds uh, going against Washington. 
not the football team, although they probably could be the football team. They both suck. Uh, Patrick Corbin taking the mound for Washington, going against Graham Ashcraft. Not one of the better pitchers for the Reds, but he's better than Patrick Corbin. And the Reds' offense is better than Washington. Now, I thought I saw this at, like, minus 190. That was a little too much for me. So as much as I don't want to, my way of betting says I have to run line this. So let's run line the Reds for 10 bucks. Yeah, I'll get you plus 112 on the run line. Now, I'll say this is when I was looking at this earlier, yeah, it was, and, and all the books are in the minus 190-ish. I've got two books, one I can't say the name of, and the other one, and the other one's actually a little bit better. We can get this as minus 175. I'll tell you, at minus 175, I think that is at the very tippy top of of betting this one like you know anything more than the minus 175 i'm completely out of my implied probability so i'm gonna give you tons of moral support on the reds it was too chalky for me but yeah on the run line you'll get plus 112 all right next game up we're going into uh going back into the uh, series that i don't like i didn't like it yesterday and i don't know why i bet it kind of don't like it today and i'm still not sure why i'm betting it but it's houston at new york Christian Javier, once again, pitched like shit. Uh, he didn't take the loss, but Astros did lose. Uh, going at This time, it's Hunter Brown going against Luis Severino. I thought Severino's days as a starting pitcher might be done. That just shows you how thin the starting pitching is for New York, that they would still try his sorry ass back out there. There was a day not too long ago Severino was their staff ace. Now he's their staff garbage. At minus 145, Either it's a trap or it's value, but I'm going to jump on the Astros again for 10 bucks. Brian Cashman has to have like naked pictures of the Steinbrenner family, right? I mean, he's, he's, he's got to have something in a lockbox that, that keeps him his fucking job. You, are you really running on the laurels of a man that won a title? Last time he won a title was 15, 16 years ago, something like that. Right. I mean, that's, that's a yeah. lot, that's a lot, lot of fucking, you know, uh, uh, a goodwill towards a guy saying, Hey, you haven't fucking won a title in 15 or 16 years. And we're going to keep you as your GM. I mean, the Mets have probably gone through like six GMs in that fucking time period. I'm just saying, you know, uh, and, and dating back to the last time the Mets won a world series. And then the last time, listen, they've already punted next season. They've already punted 2024 and possibly 2025. I think they're getting ready for the 40 year anniversary in 2026 and try and try then a 40 fucking years between their fucking world titles and try to win then. But for the Yankees, like 15 years is like a hundred years and fucking Cashman still has a job. The, the fact that they did not address the pitching thing, the, fact that, they, the, the fact that they let Jordan Montgomery go. Do you, you remember that one? Oh, that was yeah. a great one. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to come back to haunt you. That's for fucking sure. Um, I like the Astros today. Not enough to bet them. I will lean, give some more support on the Astros. But at the minus one forty, I think it's I think it's there. Like I I I I have one forty five as the top, and and that seems to be the norm right now. So minus one forty might actually be almost a value play. <laughs> I'll lean the Astros, but yeah, the Yankees pitching the rotation is just it's Garrett Cole, and then just fucking jump off the face of the earth, right? I mean, the guy that fucking threw a goddamn perfect game is in. Uh, alcohol substance uh, rehab right now and missing the whole season. That was going to be your second best pitcher. And now Severino, he he just he looks awful out there. I think by default, you almost bet the Astros. Uh, I'll lean on Houston. 
All right, next game up, the Kansas City Royals, the red-hot Kansas City Royals, are going to hit the road, go take on the Philadelphia Phillies. Jordan Lyles going up against Aaron Nola. Everything about this says it's a mismatch. Offensively, the Phillies are better. Pitching-wise, Nola's better. Jordan Lyles has not been good basically his entire career uh, in Kansas City. So I see no reason why anybody should look for a lottery pick here. The winning streak comes to an end. Let's run line the Phillies because it's chalky as hell uh, for 10 bucks. Minus 107 on that run line. I, I'm not giving you moral support here. I think that at the plus 210, there might be some value to take another lottery pick on the on the Royals. Uh, honestly, I think that uh, the one thing that you can say is they're not playing the Mets. So maybe, maybe maybe that's that's when their win streak does end because they, they can't beat up on, on the Mets, a team that uh, is, is pretty much on par with with the Royals in my mind. Um, I'm Yeah, value wise, I'm going to lean Kansas City. Do I have them even have a chance of winning? No, the implied probability is not even close. But I mean, plus 210, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's the best you can get. Plus 210. Jeez. Well, um, hmm, interesting. There's some sports books that have uh, this at minus 255 and some sports book that has have this at minus 225. I almost hate to say it. The minus 225 for Philadelphia, that might actually be in the probability <laughs> range to bet them. Um, I'm going to lean Kansas City here with the plus 210. All right. Next game up, we're looking at Miami going, hit the road, going to Texas. Uh, Texas, I mean, Max Scherzer, first inning. Look like dog shit. He at least got correct, and Texas got that win yesterday. Now they're going to throw their other acquisition. Jordan Montgomery will take the mound, going against Jesus Lazardo. We do like ourselves some Lazardo, but on the road against the Rangers, I don't like them that much. Minus 145 definitely gives me implied probability on the Rangers. So that, I like the value there on the Rangers. $10 on Texas. Zuzu saying fuck the fish, and I, I agree with that sentiment all the time. Yeah, definitely fuck the fish here. Uh, I like Texas. Why, why wasn't I betting them? I got to see why I was not betting Texas. Um, yeah, I like them. Oh, that's why I didn't bet Texas. I do like them a lot. Uh, what freaked me out is, like, uh, the, the sharp money is hammering the Marlins right now. Like, the early betting right now has, has the sharps just jumping on the Marlins. I don't necessarily agree because, you know, again, as Zuzu said, fuck the fish. I'll lean Texas with you, but that that's what that's what kind of balked me on this one is just seeing where the where the money was coming in on this one. All right, last game up for me. We're going out to the West Coast. Gonna jump into this fucking series again. Seattle against the Angels. No Otani for the Angels, but there is a Luis Castillo going for the Seattle Seahawks. Minus one twenty. Listen. They, they lucked into a win yesterday. They won for their last five. The Angels, listen, we, we kind of mutually agree. Seattle kind of punted, right? And the Angels tried really hard. Guess who's got the better record? It's Seattle. Seattle's in a better position to make the playoffs than the Angels are. And I think they get one game better today. Give me Castillo and Seattle for 10 bucks. Yeah, moral support. I'll th- I'll throw Seattle. That's definitely one that I like for this uh, DJ parlay. Um, I, I I do worry because the run support for Castillo has not been that great in his his last few starts. But he's going to go out there and he's 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 going to pitch really fucking well. Simple as that. I mean, he's I have no concerns about Luis Castillo having a quality start. I think he's got a quality start. 
the run support thing does freak me out, but I, I don't I don't see the Angels like really you know putting up a ton of runs here today. Um, yeah, and I um, think there probably will not be an Otani because he probably left not, to start no. early. Yeah, probably not. Uh, so, uh, moral support, lean on Seattle with you. All right, those are my plays. You did not bet any of them, so we got two more. Uh, so fucking funny. As, as soon as I hear you, like, uh, where you're starting, I was like, well, that's one game he's not betting. And then you go to the next one. I was like, oh, that's the other game he's not betting. So, I'm going to do a um, – uh, pick a city. You pick a city that we haven't talked about that has two teams in it, and I'm going to talk about both those games. The first one is the Atlanta Braves at the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Max Fried on the mound for uh, the uh, uh, Braves. Um, like me some Max Fried, but my favorite gin, people, if you've listened to the show, download and listen to every single episode, my favorite gin is Hendricks. And Kyle Hendricks on the mound for the Cubs at home with that big plus line. I like the Cubbies today at home. Fucking plus 150, buddy. Ah, can't resist. Braves, best team in baseball. Cubs at home with a big plus line. $10 bet on Chicago. You know, I don't hate that play. Max Fried is just coming back from being on the injured list for a pretty extended period of time. You really never know how these guys respond or how deep into this game he'll go. Um, so, yeah, and the Braves, I mean, they're good on the road, but I think they're a little bit vulnerable. Plus 150, I'm with you. I'm not enough to bet it. I didn't like like it enough to bet it, but I'll give you moral support. All right. A team that's had a disappointing season. We know this is the Chicago White Sox. However, a guy that has been pitching really fucking good is one Mike Clevenger. Mike Clevenger gets a start today. He's going against uh, Allen for uh, Cleveland. And listen, Allen's having a pretty decent season. He hasn't been able to get the wins. Um, but really, I, another value play for me, I, the White Sox aren't going to lose them all. They have to win a couple games here and there. And I think this is a winnable game for them with Clevenger on the mound. Plus 142. I'm going to do it. Uh, $10 bet on the White Sox. Yeah, it's got to be White Sox or nothing because Cleveland, as good as their pitching is, there isn't any one particular pitcher, Bieber, Allen, no longer Savale, um, any of those guys where you go, oh, I'll eat 190, 200 and bet on the Guardians, and you sure as hell aren't going to run line the Guardians as mediocre as their offense is. So, yeah, as bad as the White Sox are, their offense is probably better than the Guardians. So I'll give you moral support once again, but I'm not on this game. Yeah, I mean, Clevenger has given up five total runs over his last five starts. Like, I mean, uh, dude pitches always into the fifth or sixth inning every single time. Uh, the last couple of times out, Logan Allen's just gotten fucking shellacked. So, yeah, value play. Uh, but that's it for me. Two two Chicago bets for me. Uh, go eat a deep dish pizza this weekend. Enjoy. All right. All right. So the only thing we've got in the parlay right now is Seattle. Um, do you like either one of those plays enough that you want to put them in the parlay? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I would love to put the Cubs in there with that plus 150, if you don't mind. I like the Cubbies plus the 150. And I think short of betting it, the most moral support I got from you was those Texas Rangers. Yeah, we can do. Oh, the Panth Panther. Are we? Oh, no, yeah. We, we can't do the Texas Rangers. Get, yeah, how about with Houston? Houston? How about we do Houston? Houston instead? I know Houston. I know okay. Houston wasn't good for yeah. us yesterday, but we can't do the Texas Rangers. This is yeah, Detroit Tigers, we, Texas Rangers. Just, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So who are we doing? Um, Houston minus 140. Uh, where's Houston at? Uh, Houston, uh, Houston, Chicago. Chicago plus 150. Seattle minus 112. Houston minus 141 will pay us plus 708. Now, okay. 
that is our official DGen parlay. Is Chicago, Seattle, and Houston plus seven oh eight. Now, Mister Fitted in the chat wants to do the Mad Max full degenerate parlay of Kansas City, Chicago, and Chicago. What's that going to pay us? That's going to that... pay you like close to fifteen hundred. Oh, oh, seventeen thirty on wow. the Mad Max full degenerate parlay. So there you go. Not our official one, but if you want to have fun, I might throw a couple dollars on the, on the full degenerate parlay. That could be a little fun right, right there, right? I mean, you know, he's going to, he's, he's put $5, uh, Mr. Fit putting $5 on it. I'll match that $5. I'll do the same thing, Mr. Fit. I'll put $5 on this uh, full degenerate parlay. I'm going to do it. Uh, it, you know, there's worse ways that you can spend money, such as betting the Jets and the under on a Hall of Fame game. Panther, take us home on this Friday. <laughs> All right, we're going home on this Friday. You guys know the deal. We hang out on Facebook. We hang out on Twitter. But um, it's been pretty lively here in the chat, in the asylum. And as the guys know, everybody welcome him. D. Willie rejoined with us. Uh, yesterday so he's in the chat you guys got to come in here it's a bunch of fun bunch of good guys just making all kinds of crazy picks crazy bets and winning money so come in here shoot the shit with us call us out by name we'll holler right back but most importantly let us know what you did yesterday what you're doing this weekend and when it's all said and done kids it's all make some money fools This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.